You're listening to the Ball and Beats Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Ball and Beats Podcast. How are y'all doing today, it's folks? It's been a great day. How are you doing? It's, I'm doing good. It's a great, great fall day outside and... Nice we and a, we have a chilly lot, out. lot to talk about yes, with not we do. having an episode on Tuesday. Yes. But we are back. Uh, we are back. Uh, we had a nice little fall break, but it was pretty good. It was yeah. a nice break to have. Um, we have a lot to cover in the sports world. Uh, but I want to talk about something that's a little more personal. Uh, I want to talk about something that uh, really, really hits home for me. Uh, as uh, last episode, we had a good friend of mine from my high school on, on our episode. Jane LaRiven, and uh, we uh, talked a lot about Central Catholic, and uh, the following day on Friday, they had a game against one of their arch rivals, Whitmer High School, at Whitmer High School, and uh, the game, it was it, Central blew them out. Yeah. Central did what they had to do, but towards the end of the game, uh, an incident happened where uh, there was a shooting that took place right outside the game, and uh, three people were shot. Luckily, none of them were critically injured. Uh, but just another another day in Toledo. Yeah, uh, I, heard that, it, I heard that there was about 17 shots. Um, and you know, seeing the scene on BCSN, one of my one of my friends sent me the video of the you know on the BCSN broadcast of you know the players and the fans just running off the field and something that you never see in any sport. And it's just. Another in the long list of events to where we need to stop doing this and what, why, you know, it's, this is a football is something for family and friends just gather and just to have fun and enjoy themselves. And, you know, the central Whitmer game, it's a rivalry game and it's a fun game to watch. It's two of the biggest programs in Northwest Ohio. And it's just another long list of tragedies that happen. And it's just, it's something that needs to end and something that there's, there's no place, no place for it ever. No, um, it's the third game that I've either been at when it's happened or watching live. I was at two games literally back-to-back where it happened. It was a Wimmer game. It was at Star High School here, and it was a Central Springfield game the following day. Literally, I was at both those games, and we had shootings happen. That's the sixth, I, if I can recall, that's the sixth in this city at a high school football game in the last four years. It's just it's just terrible it, to think sad. about. It's, it's awful to think about, you know, with these people that – they invade, you know, a good time, and it's just fans that want to just gather, have a great time, watch some football. It's something that should never be even be thought of, and for it to happen again, like it has many times before, it's just another long list of things that is terrible. And my prayers goes out to all the families that were affected by this. Um, I saw a picture online of a parent, you know, hovering over a kid, and that's something you never want to see yeah. in a football field. It's just, it was an awful sight. You know, listening to the broadcast, it you was could just, hear the you could hear the you could hear the shots. The ma- and the you could hear the shots in the madness before. I mean, I was watching live. Both my parents were at that game. They were on the central side, which uh, the shooting occurred on the Whitmer side. It was right by their concession stand, just on the outside of the stadium. And uh, you could hear the shots live on TV. I didn't think anything of it at first, and then I kind of noticed when this happened before they even like set the ball to start. Like yeah, because they well, took a. It, 
took a wide shot of just the stadium and you could just you see, could the, see fans the fans and the- just running. And then next thing you know, the football players just running out the field. No one knew what was going on. The and second then, I saw that, I knew what was going on. And I was on the phone immediately because I'm like, not again, not yeah. again. I'm tired of seeing it happen, man. It's like you said, people just want to go see football, want to go see their friends, want to go see their families, want to go, it's just something go for see fun. their kids go they play. They want to see, you know, their kids grow up playing one of the sports that they love, and it's something that should never happen, I'm uh, almost, period. I'm almost worried it's going to get to a point to where this keeps on happening. They may just either take the sports away entirely yeah, or just no one will be able to go watch. What I heard is that, um, the t- you know, the Toledo area schools are not going to have night games anymore. They're gonna push it back to like five or four o'clock, and right after school, it's, it's, it's not Friday night. It won't be Friday night lights anymore, and it's something that you know I looked forward to every day at high school, every week, I should say. Um, you know, it was just fun to go out, hang out with friends, watch some football. I mean, you got high school on Friday, college on Saturday, professional on Sunday. It was just a weekend full of sports, and you looked forward to it every weekend. And for something like this to happen again, it's a, like I said, it's just it's awful, and it's something that should never take place. Ever, it's something that should be fun, exciting, and something that people are motivated to want to go do. Something that's just fun for the whole family. And football is, you know, you you can say what you want about rivalries and whatnot. And you know, some rivalries take it farther than others. But yeah. in the end, it's just a game. It's right. two schools. You know, they're just having their they're just having. It fun. wasn't a rivalry it's, in that moment. It's though. kids. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it's not. Because they were trying to push everyone into the field house, and my parents were like, "Nah." We're going. We're yeah. getting out of the car. A lot go, of people go. were just like, we're just getting out of there because yeah. they weren't trying to risk anything. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's a sad sight. My thoughts go out to all the families, like I said, that were affected by this. It's something that should never happen. Yeah, It's something that's awful and something that was, you know, just trending all on- online. People saw it, and it's just – you just don't want to see that. No. You never want to see it. No. But, yeah, uh, we'll get off of that. Going to more exciting def- matters. Going to more exciting matters for sure. Uh, <clears throat> past weekend of football for Ohio State and Michigan was pretty all right. But then if you really want to get into – I mean, we can quickly talk about another sad thing as well with uh, Michigan's coach, Mike Hart, suffering a yeah. seizure on the sideline as well. He is well. okay, and he will be That's returning good. on Saturday. That's good. Mike, that, that Mike is Hart good is such a respectable guy. You know, he running back coach. He coached Blake Corum, and Blake Corum – He, the he was also Indiana's having. running back Coach before yes, he, he was. was at Michigan. So. Yeah, and you know, I'm great to hear that he's okay. You know, with the rivalry aside, like I with me said with high school, it's it's a game between two schools, and it's good to see that Mike Hart is back and doing well, yeah. and hopefully see him on the sideline again. Yeah, hopefully as early as this weekend. Yeah, you know, but which not. is going to be a, one of the long list of great games that are going to be on this Saturday. Yes, with big noon kickoff. You know, the annual, or, sorry, the weekly Michigan Road Show. <laughs> it's it's been what three three straight weeks. I feel like yeah. three or four straight yeah. weeks that they just follow the Wolverines and you everywhere. Know, I think this game is a tried and two test of in the fact that you know both of these teams want to win the Big Ten. They have a shot. Um, I. I still think Michigan's going to win this game just by the fact that Michigan doesn't lose to Penn State at home. If this was at Happy Valley, like in a night game, I would have chosen the Ninny Lions. Then Penn State, unless they're playing Ohio State, doesn't lose in those night games, especially in the whiteouts. Um, but this is in Ann Arbor, and this is in a maze out, which I think is a cool scene with, you know, Michigan, you know, all of their fans wearing maze, which is just yellow. It's just, I know, I know. It's just a fancy word for yellow, you know, like like the Lions Hawaiian blue. 
Yeah, even though Han- it's in- Honolulu, blue, it's, <laughs> just, it's just cyan or like blue. Who cares? Who knows? Team blows. Um, anyway, but anyways, you know, yeah, back to college. anyways, but back to you know more fun, you know, football, actual fun football. You know, football um, that I'm proud to actually watch. This is going to be a true test for both teams. For Penn State, it's okay. You want people to take you seriously? Go beat Michigan. Penn State is number ten in the nation right now. You if know, they, they lose, they the drop ten. If they drop, they're not winning the Big Ten. It's no. as simple as that. Uh, you have to win the Big Ten because, or you have to win this game to win the Big Ten, I should say, because yes. both teams still have Ohio State on the schedule. And the way Ohio State's playing, nobody's stopping their offense. I I fully expect Ohio State to score a touchdown every single drive. That's that's where it's come to. Yeah, that's how much. That's how good this offense is. I expect them to score a touchdown, and if they score anything other than that, I'm disappointed. Michigan's uh, touchdown pass record for a season by quarterbacks: twenty five touchdowns. Stroud in literally a half a season is 24 touchdowns. Yeah. That's absurd. That's insane. And Stroud is the front runner to win the Heisman right now. Um, Ohio State's on the bye week this week. They'll continue. So they'll drop them to eighth. They'll they'll drop them to third, you know, or fourth or whatever. They'll drop them. No, they'll stay there because Um, they're going to drop Clemson after this weekend. uh, mm, Clemson should not be ranked, by the way. I don't know. Clemson does have a good game at Florida no. State. I will say that. If they, Florida if, State is one of Florida those State, gritty teams. If Florida State beats them, they're out of the top five. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. The, you would lose. Oh, I mean, you drop by the top I mean, top ten. four. But Because um, Michigan for, wants our top for, four. For Michigan, for Michigan, you know, Michigan hasn't played anybody yet. They, I know they played at Iowa. Iowa is a dead team. They played at Indiana. They struggled with Indiana in the first half. And they did pull out in the end, you know, win convincingly enough by 21 against Indiana. Indiana's not a good team. Um, but this is this is Michigan's first true test, and this is honestly the biggest game for J.J. McCarthy. Yes, this he is, has this to is prove. a proving game. I know J.J.'s been good. J.J.'s been good, but he's been nothing special. He's been he's, – he's got his completions. He's looked good, but he's not – Special. He hasn't looked like a Bryce Young. I also he hasn't feel looked like, like a CJ. See, but that's the I, thing I about. will say real quickly. I feel like that's partially because how Michigan's offense style is. And that's is. what I was just about to get yeah, to. Michigan doesn't take deep shots like they did in the first few games against UConn and Hawaii. Um, they're not doing that against these teams. And the, I want you know it doesn't make sense because you want to get the full potential out of JJ McCarthy and make teams guess because you know you have Donovan Edwards and you have. Blake Corum, you have playmakers, and Michigan just needs to unlock that offense. And this Michigan offense is honestly kind of the same as last year. It's game manager, you win by 10, you know, you beat an unranked team by, you know, Maryland by seven, you beat Iowa by 13 on the road, you struggle with Indiana, but you beat them in the end. By you know, just, just, just win, just, you know, just win and survive. Just, just survive in advance. Simple as that. See, and you're not going to, and I'm telling you right now. We can't you, play like that against Ohio State. No. You cannot lay back against Ohio State because you will be down 28 to nothing before you know it. Uh, this offense is, to me, like un, it's one of the best offenses I've seen in a long, long time. I think it's legitimately better than, than 2020 Alabama. And I think that right now, I would take it over the 2019 Tigers team. I wouldn't at this point, but I, I feel like it, it could get to that because level. Because they don't have Smith and the Jigba. That is true. They and do Mayan, Mayan Williams didn't even play at Michigan State, and Travion Henderson went off. It's I mean, OSU, OSU has the best one-two punch in running backs in the country. If you think about it, 
Henderson and like Mayan Williams have both barely played in the same games. Yeah. This whole season as well. Like you said, this past weekend it was. It's almost been the same thing all season at the running back position, let alone Smith and Jigba missing this whole season so far besides week one. OSU's best for, player. For two Who's plays. a top 15 pick in the draft. Top 10. I, I don't know what the injury piece top 10, no. I, I, I We have to see it. We, we have to see it. You're but when right. he comes back, he's, he's going to be electric. Oh, easy. Yes. When he comes back, he's going to be electric. And I think, you know, with this team, they're just, you know, and I got to say something about Marvin Harrison. How much <laughs> how much he has stepped up in that catch on Saturday where he just went under the defender, what pulled about, it out. What about the first one where he mossed the guy I know. over the top? I mean, it's it's like now he's, he's better looking, than he's Smith looking, and Jigba. He's it's, looking like his dad out there. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that Brian Brian Hartline has just been recruiting dudes. And he just recruits first round picks. OSU just lost two wide receivers in the draft in Wilson and Olave. And we have like five coming in. Amika Agbuka, <laughs> Julian Fleming, Marvin Harrison, <laughs> when Smith and Jigba comes back. Mm-hmm. I mean, Future Detroit Lions. Year, these guys next, are sophomores. And then the next year, currently, you have Carnell Tate, a five-star uh, wide receiver from yeah. IMG Academy, who's committed. You got Brandon Ennis out of American Heritage from Miami area, who's committed. Both of them were top five these at one These guys are going to be studs. Absolutely. Animals. I mean, it's, it's not going to stop. Yeah. And it's crazy to think about how this team just reloads. Now... With next year, it's kind of foggy because we still don't know who OSU's quarterback is going to be. And that's why I think for Ohio State, you have to win the Natty this year. Yes. Alabama doesn't look like themselves. Georgia doesn't look like themselves. Ryan Day has to do it now. Yes. This is his team. His defense, Jim Knowles, has stepped up. This defense, you know, they theoretically only gave up 13 points to Michigan State. wasn't for that pick six. And it's funny, you know, a pick six and then – it's funny how and then a seventy-yard touchdown pass the next play. Yeah, it's it's you know it's, as simple as that. Stroud gave them their their one or two touchdowns. So I he mean, gave him a mulligan. You know he he gave him some handicap. So, but it's for Ryan Day. You really got to look and you got to say, hey, this is the team to do it. You have the offense and the defense has looked good. The defense has looked a whole lot better. They're ranked than last seventh. Year. Yeah, in total defense right now. And. This is the team to do it. At this point you, last year, we were in the 80s or 90s. You have to win the Natty this year. And I know we said that the past few years, 2019, that was a hard time. That was a hard team to lose because that team was unreal. I mean, you are not. You won't get another team like that. Playmakers on both sides of the ball. I feel like this offense is a lot better, though. Yes. That defense, I do, and that's that def- what I was going to say. That defense is much better. Stroud is offenses. I think Stroud has looked better than what Fields was. At Ohio State, and Fields was more dynamic. Stroud is a pocket passer, and he's an he's he's just fantastic at what he does. Yes, and you just I know, like you know, I don't want to jinx it, but they look like the best team in the country. They do, and you have to do it this year. You just have no, to. you you really because do. next year you lose Stroud. You lose Smith and Jigba, and I know you get some wide receivers like hey, Arnell those, and Brandon. Hey, you Innes. could even Future lose Lions you, right there. CJ Stroud and Smith. But who's going to be yeah. the quarterback? You next also year? could lose is Paris it Johnson. Be Devin Brown. You could is lose it Paris. Be Kyle McCord. Yeah, Paris Johnson, who hasn't allowed a sack. Dewan in like Jones possible forever. as well. He could go if he wanted. Um, it's just you have the playmakers to do it. And this OSU team, if Ryan Day wants to wants, wants to prove that he is one of the best coaches in college football, go win the Natty this year. Yeah, go do it. It's as simple as that. Can't relate. <laughs> what do you mean can't relate? Hey, you guys got to – hey, Michigan's got a big game. and You know, Michigan should Michigan should be undefeated. Both Ohio State and Michigan should be undefeated. Although, 
OSU does have still have at Penn State, which is not the whiteout game. It's Penn, it's a, Penn State's, it's at Penn State's whiteout game is against Minnesota, <laughs> which you know <laughs> that was that was a bag fumbled. <laughs> um, and they also have at Maryland, which is a sneaky good game. Um, you know, remember how I told you that Purdue would win, and then I switched my pick to Maryland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how I said Purdue, Maryland, Purdue won, and how I said uh, Maryland. <laughs> How I said Maryland would be a test for Michigan because it was our first Big Ten opponent, and, and they almost it was almost won. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for you know Maryland being really dumb and fumbling the ball in the opening kickoff, who they, knows? Now you know who is actually a genuinely sneaky good team in the West, Illinois. Yeah, they have the best. How about, that, how about that nine to six win against Iowa? <laughs> hey, know, it worked, but, didn't no, it? They're but, ranked in the top twenty five. Illinois yeah. is looking like a. Surprisingly dangerous. Team. Hey, they'll be in the Big yeah. Ten championship against if they either. Keep playing like they are, they'll I, face either Ohio State no, if, or. No, if they play like they are, they if, can. Yeah, if they play like they are, they're facing Ohio State or Michigan. It's as simple just, as that. I just need to know if the Minnesota game is at Minnesota or at Illinois. Well, let's look. Because if we see the battle for the Illibuck in Indy, it's which I in know Cham- not- it's in Champaign. Oh, okay. Wow, that's good. That's that's this weekend too. Oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, wow, it's no, this weekend. Big Ten Network. Um, honestly, other than other than Illinois and Michigan, Illinois could theoretically win all these games. Yeah, they at, really. At, yeah, at versus Minnesota, they could win that game. At Nebraska versus Michigan State versus Purdue, at Michigan at Northwestern, they could be ten and two. They could theoretically be. 10 and 2. And it's weird because they, they lost to Indiana. But I mean, they went out, they obliterated Wisconsin on the road, and they won and they beat Iowa. Now, was it a great game? Absolutely not. It was their defense is solid. It was awful. But Illinois, like every other Big Ten West team, has a good defense and did what it needed to do. Um, Tommy DeVito's been having a good season. You know, they're they're running backs underrated. No one's talking about Chase Brown. And Chase Brown, he got 879 yards. He's, he's averaging six six yards a carry. He he's just been a beast. And no one's really talking about this Illinois team. No. And it's weird because you know it's Brett, Brett Bielema big- came in last year. He beat Penn State on the road. And I mean, let's be honest. But now Brett Bielema, I, for what it's worth, he. I hate to say it, but he might be a dark horse to win Big Ten Coach of the Year. If yeah. this Illinois team goes ten and two and goes yeah. to Indy, they should he should win Big Ten Coach of the Year. Yeah, I agree, but maybe no one's talking about it because of they're in the Big Ten West. No one talks about. No the one cares about. No the one cares about the West. No cares. No. Because it's, the, it's it's irrelevant because there's no good teams over there. The only good teams are. I mean, not good teams, but you know, there's no great teams. There no. There's yeah. nothing. There's no Ohio there's State, no, Michigan, Penn State. There's no yeah. Michigan State when they can be. No. You know there, what I mean? There's no like near six bowl teams. Yeah. No. Not even close, but uh, yeah. But like you said, Illinois is that one team that is they're, that they, dark they've horse. They've surprised me. They're ranked now, and I also we can get onto the picks here soon. I just want to get onto something real quick. James Madison is ranked twenty fifth in the country. First they time, went up. And, I think they went and, up, didn't they? And they cannot. No, they're twenty. They, they cannot be in a bowl game this year. Yeah, because, because it's their first year. Their first yep. year in Division One, which is which is crazy awful. to think. I mean, the Dukes, they can't even the, play in their the, conference championship game. The Duke, I know the Dukes have been on another level. I mean, from going from FCS to FBS and now being in the top twenty-five and, and undefeated. It took them five yeah. games. It took them five games to get ranked. 
And they undefeated. went on the road down Impressive. 28 to three against App State, and they came back and won. Them, I mean, them and North Dakota State are the FCS schools you could see doing pretty well when they come up. It just though. sucks because North Dakota like State Kind of like Appalachian State was. It just, and it's because NDSU, of the amount of varsity. They, they don't have enough varsity sports. Yeah. Which sucks because NDSU would be a great fit, honestly, in the Big Ten. <laughs> They, or, would, they, they, could, they would. They could argue, arguably win the Big Ten West if they wanted. Oh, yes. Yeah. You, you, they legitimately could have a chance. That's the, that's Wholeheartedly, yeah. yeah. It, would be, too bad. it would be between them and Illinois. Too bad if, you know, if they keep the divisions as they will, it'll be USC or UCLA's, which I don't feel like they're going to have. Yeah. I've seen things. I've seen, like, you know, things online on Twitter and on Instagram and stuff of how they want to divide it into three Three divisions. So what is it going to be? The Big Ten West, the Big Ten Central, and the Big Ten East. Oh, my gosh. Which would not work, in no. my opinion. They would need to do four pods. They, it's three what, is how, how would you do the Big Ten Championship? Yeah, you can't have a three-way tie. semifinal game. If you do four pods, you could have a se- you could have semifinals. The Big Ten West, Central, Mountain, and... Don't what? even name them like that. Just, just name them pod one, pod two, pod three, pod four. I don't like <laughs> I'm just being like, if they wanted to do it like that, three because they three have, divisions doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Or here's a better idea: no divisions at all. Just one big. Just yeah. make just make what the conference opponents just make like certain do amount of conference. Like do, do the top two teams. Top like, two teams. Like the Big Twelve does. With the conference schedule, you set a certain amount of opponents that you do play every year, and then you like alternate between. Like Ohio State would always play Michigan. Always probably play Michigan, State. Penn State, and maybe like a uh, probably Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan probably, State yeah. or like a maybe even a Wisconsin or something like that. Yeah, but uh doing something like that would make a lot more sense. But because you'd keep intact the rivalries and yeah. stuff and whatnot. So. Right. Right. Do we, for do, the, do we want to talk about the NFL? <laughs> How about well, you want to do our NCAA picks before we even talk NFL? Yeah, that yeah. Works. Let's do that because there's, I mean, the games this weekend, you know, just insane. Okay, the lineup. Let's, let's start out with the game that we will be we calling. We will be calling we on will be 88.3 FM. WSO. No, remember Toledo. To, remember to tune in. Um, as the Kent State Golden Flashes come to Toledo, um, the Rockets. And we actually we didn't talk about the Rockets. I mean, they they well, we went didn't. out to. They went to NIU and obliterated them. And how about Quinion Mitchell? Yeah, four interceptions, two, two pick, pick sixes. sixes, unreal performance. That is just so, insane. They obliterated them. Yeah, and NIU just doesn't look like the same team this year. I don't know why where Rocky Lombardi is. I don't know if they're playing him or not. If he's injured, he's still on the team. But um, NIU's quarterback Thompson is not good. No, he, not at all. He was awful. And NIU looks nothing like they did last year. Um, Toledo just went out. I mean, they went up 14-0 within the first few minutes, and they never, never looked back. It got shaky in the fourth. Toledo did give up a few touchdowns, but it was way too big of a lead to overcome. And um, before you knew it, Toledo had their backup, Gleason, in at one point, throwing a touchdown. So they just took care of business on the road. And, you know, that's what happens when you bring in a football player. So on a Thursday. I, I actually Jalen Jalen brought good luck and they went out and they took care of business and I now they're they're four and two and this is this is an underrated Kent State team very yes, underrated. I, I, Kent I State, showed, can they, the record does not show how no, good this team I, I is. I showed him the stats. They're almost as they're Quint, almost better than us. Quintez Cephas is yeah. a beast. Yes, Quintez Cephas is a beast. Uh, Schley has been a fan good quarterback. Yes. Yeah. 
They have a Quintess Cephas? Oh, sorry. Cephas. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. Cephas. Uh, Dante Cephas. Oh, or whatever. Yeah, I, was, I was like, they have a Quintess Cephas too? I'm no, like, I know they have a Cephas. I, I'm thinking no. of the lions. I don't no, I was, I, that's the last thing I want to think about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing. I was literally showing Logan earlier, like a kind of like a comparison. Yeah. He and, me a yeah, comparison Dante Cephas. My bad. And Kent State is almost. Almost better than us. Marquez Cooper's been a beast for them this season. I mean, this Kent State team is not to take lightly. Look who they've no. played, too, non-conference-wise. Yeah. They played Georgia. At, at Washington, at Oklahoma, at mm. Georgia. And Georgia, they actually were playing tough into the fourth quarter. I mean, this, this is a this very is, this underrated is a sneaky, Kent State. This is a very underrated and a sneaky. Their 2-4 and four record does not show. I mean, three, they, three, you, they, they, they went into the, the season 0-3. They literally had the toughest non-conference schedule any team had this entire They year. went into the season 0-3. Yeah. At Georgia, at they Washington, at They did beat the same Oklahoma. team we did that Long Island University as well. So. Oh, oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the Sharks, baby. Um, but no. This is going to be a good we'll, game. This will be a good game. It'll be a fun game. It'll be a, the first game I'm that ex- all three of us call. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be in the, the radio both, and we'll be... You know, getting free food and whatnot. Uh, Hopefully, Hopefully it's going to be it's going to be nice. (laughs) We're going to. I'm I'm very excited. excited. It'll be my first Toledo game this year. I haven't been to one because I've it'll be my first work and schedule and it'll be my third. I'm actually it's it's going to be very exciting. I'm excited. This is going to be my first time actually calling a sports game. Same here. We all don't. But you know, both two really good teams. I mean, I still see Kent State as a chance to win the MAC East. MAC, they are one of those dark horse teams that can win the East. Um, I think Buffalo's on top right now. Miami uh, as well. Miami yeah. is Buffalo, one of those Miami. teams. Um, but let's just get with the picks. Um, a, I'm well. going to pick the Rockets. Um, I do think that they carry over the momentum. Daquan Finn's been stellar this season. Uh, you see still top 25. I think he's 24th now in QBR. Um, he's been running the ball well, passing the ball well. Um, this defense had a great outing last week, and I know they gave up 32 points, but most of their backups were in by the time. Uh, everything was said and done, and you know, you you know, when you're up by 40 points, you're just gonna want to chill. Yeah. Um. But I no, I think this team's going to be up front. This is theoretically Toledo's biggest game of one of their biggest games of the season. This is a benchmark game to where if you win this game, you go to three and zero in the MAC. You're sitting on top of the MAC West, and you have all the momentum in the world. You lose to Kent State. You are two and one. It kind of deflates your team. And if I'm not mistaken, their next game's at Buffalo. Yep. And that is going to be a very, very good game. A potential, you know, in Ford Field matchup. You are correct. It's at Buffalo. Or, yeah, it's at Buffalo. And Buffalo's one of those sneaky good teams as well. The MAC East is full of those. And Toledo does have some tough games left on the schedule. They still have at Buffalo. They still have at Eastern, Eastern Michigan. Back-to-back, yes. actually. Yes, That's- back-to-back. That's going to be a gauntlet, but it starts at home. Don't look ahead. Just take care of business. Um, I One do, game at a time. I do think that the Rockets, I think that they pull, I think this is going to be a lot closer than people think. Yes. This yeah. is, this is going to be a field goal game. Yes. And I think Toledo pulls it out in the end. Yeah. I expect this game to be a shootout at the OK Corral. I think this one's going to be a fun offensive game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's going to be a fun one. I'm really looking forward to calling the game with it's you gonna guys. It's going to be very fun. It's I'm very excited. Very excited for that opportunity. Um. I, I want to see fun football. You know, that's mm-hmm. going to be the yes. best thing we oh, could possibly yeah. have. I want to see points scored. We do want yes. to see points scored. So we have something to talk about. Yeah, this exactly. is, Toledo is seven and a half point favorites. Me personally, I would I would bet Kent State. I would bet Kent State plus seven and a half. I'd bet Kent State plus seven and a half. I think, uh, I think there's a field goal. Shalee, Shalee has thrown almost 1,400 yards. Yes. Eight, eight touchdowns and three picks. Uh, their leading receiver. Uh, Dante, not, Cephas. Dante Cephas has almost 650 yards receiving. They're rushing. 
attack has got over uh, 500, about 550 cards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a team that should not be taken lightly by Toledo. And by I think any that's going to come to bite us that our leading rusher is also our quarterback, that, not even our running that back. That is. That is true. That is true. No, but, but he does look like Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yes. So yes. He, 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 he has that. that a, he has that athleticism. Athleticism that I don't personally know if Kent State's does. So mm-hmm. it, it'll be a fun one. I agree. I picked Toledo to win. I think it will be a fun one. I expect it to be like a a possibility, like a. You know, 45 40, to 42 a game. 41 38 42 30 I think both teams I like think that. both teams clear 35 points yes because I mean although we did say Toledo's defense showed up last week I mean this offense for Kent State is not to be taken lightly yes at all and um, we these are two of the best offenses in the Mac in my opinion I mean yes and obviously no hate on our defense but sometimes our defense they caught. They can get caught lacking yeah, they later get in caught games. Lacking. And if Even they though, get caught lacking, but hey, they, they made plays last if, week. If, you, if yes. you do look, if you do look at the last two weeks, that's one thing you can say. Toledo, even though they might have had some complete games, like you said against Central Michigan, yes. they still kind of almost gave them a chance in that game. Yes. Just with Northern Illinois, the game was fifty-two thirty-two final. They were up forty-five-seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they they have let teams come back a little bit, even if they are, like... I think that's the fact of, you get the you, mindset of, you want to lay back a little bit, but I don't think... Toledo cannot be doing that against Kent State. Yeah. Because I think this is going to be a tick-for-tech game to where each team's scoring if every Toledo, single drive or every other drive. If, yes. If you it, will see maybe four defensive stops for both teams. If Toledo yeah. takes their... Like, Kent State has two, Toledo has two. Right. That will be it. If yeah, Toledo like doesn't... If Toledo takes off the pressure even a little bit, they lose. Yes. I think this being in Toledo helps as well. You know, the home crowd behind you, you know, the fans are excited. This is the team's getting momentum now. And it's as simple as that. It should be a very, it'll be a very, very fun game to call. Uh, my sister went to Kent State, graduated there. So that'll be fun. I know some people at Kent State right now. Yeah. Me it's a good, too. Good school. Yes. And I will be picking your Toledo Rockets. Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Rockets. Um, one of the more underrated games, um, it was supposed to be hyped up a little more before Utah lost last week. USC at Utah. This is the Pac-12 game of the year. It has been scheduled. It's been circled for a while now. Both teams have been expected to be good, and both teams have. Uh, Utah does have two losses, and Utah is 20th right now. Um, it's going to be – they, they kind of need to win this game. This is a must-win for Utah. And it is a must-win for USC as well because I feel Utah like, only has one loss in the Pac-12. Their first loss came against Florida. Yeah. If USC loses this game, Utah gets that tiebreaker. Right. And they get it above with Oregon and UCLA. And there is still USC at UCLA at the end of the year, which that's going to be a fun game to Actually, watch. Actually, if I'm correct, I think that might be next week. No. I thought that was next week. No, I think it's... Because I, I know they don't. Rivalry week. They don't end the week because it's Notre Dame USC, end of the year. Oh, that's right. Maybe it's the week before. I can't remember, but I know it's at the end of the. It year. is actually the week before. Um, Caleb Williams have come out. Jordan Addison has come out. This USC team has looked good. This UST, USC team has come out. Number six in the nation. Looked like world beaters in the Pac-12. They've destroyed opponents. Um, not to like an OSU level. Uh, the Pac-12 is kind of weak this year. Pac-12 is kind of weak, but there's also some teams that are like surprisingly good, like Oregon, Oregon State. State. Like that was that USC only won by three they at should, Corvallis. You could argue that Corvallis, they Oregon State should have won that game. Yeah, 
Um, they had that until like the final three I minutes. think Cameron Rising is one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the nation. I think yes. he can be as good as Caleb Williams at times. He can make those plays. Um, this is going to be a night game. This is going to be in Salt Lake City. I'm taking the Utes. I think that the Utes come out. You know, they have, you know, their blackout uniforms. I mean, it's going to be a fun scene in Salt Lake City. And I think the Utah, I think the Utes win it. I, I think, I really do think that Cameron Rising makes some plays. Um, I think this game will be a very close, very good game. Um, but I think Utah scores enough points at the end to win it. I think UC, USC needs this more than Utah. I think they come out ready to go. I don't think that they let up. I think it'll be a close game, but I think USC takes it. I think they take it by a touchdown. Um, yeah, this is going to be a fun game. This is going to yeah. be a close game. Uh, Utah is going to be without their top tight end, Keefe, mm -hmm. uh, for really the rest of the season, uh, which can hurt Utah. But I've said since the very beginning of this season that I was going to pick regardless Utah over USC. This game, you said they're wearing the blackout uniforms. You also didn't add the fact that their helmets are honor. It's it's uniforms to honor their fallen teammates that yep. have uh, uh, Ty Jordan. No, Ty Jordan. I can't remember. Ty, uh, let me look that I up. I believe it's way. Jordan Lowe and Ty something. I I feel bad for <laughs> messing up their names right now. Rest in peace to them. They were both high school teammates. Ty Jordan and Aaron Lowe. Aaron yeah. Lowe. Jo Ty Aaron Jordan Lowe, and Aaron Lowe. Ty Jordan, that's right. I knew Ty Jordan was one of them. I couldn't remember the yeah. other. I said Jordan Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know. Uh, rest in peace to those guys. Uh, they were both and, high school teammates. And I know teams tend to play. Teams tend to play, play. tougher when there's something with that kind of stature yeah, behind uh, yes. it. Look at Purdue a couple years ago with Tyler Trent. Yep. I knew immediately we were going to lose that game. Yeah. Watching college like game 29. day. <sighs> it, I mean, that game should never ha have been a having night game. that having that kind of pressure on your team. Is that was a, Purdue Super Bowl too. That was Purdue I mean, Super Bowl team. That was David Blau. That was Lions legend David, David Blau's Blau, team. David Rondale Blau, Moore. Rondale David Moore, Bell, maybe. I think, was a freshman that year. Um, but that that's a game that I want to forget. Same um, here. But I'm, we're gonna uh, keep going. Yeah, same here. I'm picking Utah to beat USC. Caleb Williams has looked good. Jordan Addison has looked good. They, I don't think they've looked great. I don't think they've been what they were last year. Yes. Jordan Addison more than Caleb Williams. Jordan Addison's been good, but he hasn't been that elite, elite receiver he was last year, winning the Billinghoff. Yeah. He shouldn't have won it in the first place. Should, should have been Smith and Jigba. But I think losing for another day. I think losing their tight end is going to play a big role. Mm -hmm. Let's let's okay. do that game that you have in yep. the middle for that, last. That's that's, that's what the I was last just one. about to say because yeah. that that's game of the week. That's going to be fun. Uh, Penn State at Michigan, um, the big one, the biggest Big Ten game of the of the week. <sighs> Um, one of the more bigger, bigger Big Ten games of the year. This is always a good, a good matchup. These teams are always ranked. It seems like other than last year, Michigan was ranked. Penn State was not. And it still was a close game. Um, good old Maze out. But the problem is, Penn State gets obliterated whenever they go to the big house. They never show up. James Franklin cannot win big time road games. Um, even Jim Harbaugh can outcoach somebody, and that's James Franklin. Um, I think Michigan wins this game. Um, I do, honestly, I don't think it's gonna be that close. I think Michigan wins by double digits. Um, I'm Let's not. See. I don't. I'm not really that confident in Penn State. Penn State hasn't impressed me. They they kind of struggled against Central Michigan at home that, that one game. Uh, the Purdue game at the beginning of the year only won by four. They yes, they went on the road. They beat Auburn. Auburn yeah. by thirty. A, Auburn's a 
terrible football team. Yes. But you go on the road and be an SEC team by 30, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The problem is this is a maze out. These Michigan fans are hungry again. And I, I think what that makes it worse is that we're fifth instead of fourth. And we want to think I, back. I, Sean Clifford being the quarterback. I think that they should have drew Aller in. Um, I think he would be that guy. I think I see Clifford as McNamara light and Aller can be that McCarthy, but I agree. I do agree. Drew Aller should be the starter quarterback. Yes, for he Penn should. State. Uh, I agree. But Clifford's like a McNamara. He is a game manager, but I'm picking Michigan. Um, I, I I don't think it's going to I think it's I don't think it's gonna be a blowout, but I think Michigan will win by double digits. We want our fourth spot back. Clemson should not be fourth right now. Anyways. They've looked they've looked more consistent the last couple weeks. I don't though. know. I, I don't think I don't think I don't, know, don't think I don't think Clemson's struggling against Indiana in the first half. I don't think so either, then, to be honest. Well, at least we won by twenty one. Anyways. That's that's last weekend. New weekend. Anyways, it is a maze out. I'm excited for this game. You know, big noon in Michigan. Yeah, big the, noon the, kickoff. The weekly Michigan road show. Yeah. How, how, how was big noon kickoff Michigan at Indiana last week? That makes <laughs> no sense. No sense. Go to the Big 12 for something. I don't know. I mean, they're going to Ohio State next week, so it actually finally ends. But Don't worry. It'll be live from Ann Arbor. <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah. It will. They'll call. They'll just only talk about the Ohio State game, though. Yeah. But they'll be in Ann Arbor. They'll be inside the big house. They'll be inside the big house. All right. It's time for Iowa at Ohio State. <laughs> we'll send it off to Gus, Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt. <laughs> but I am picking my Michigan Wolverines. Mid. No, I'm kidding. It's not. I'm just. But I do agree with Spencer. I do agree with Spencer. People are the second. People are saying that this is going to be. People are saying that this is going to be a lot closer. I don't think. I think Michigan wins this one handedly. This is the second fiddle bowl. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. That that was really good because you're right. Whoever wins this game will be second fiddle in the Big Big Ten East. Yep. But um, but Michigan, but Michigan needs this win because we need to go to Columbus undefeated. I disagree with both of you. I do think this game will be close. I think Penn State, for the fact of them not being able to do anything in Ann Arbor, will make them play a little harder. I think first half, I think Penn State's in the lead. Really? Almost by double digits. But I feel like Michigan, for some reason, because if you look at them the last couple weeks, they've done the same thing. They did it against Maryland. They did it against Indiana. They struggle in the first they half. They the come first out half, great in the second half. Come out great in the second half. You want to know what the secret is? Blake it's because, The well, secret is you guys Halftime still adjustments. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, Jim Harbaugh... Do you want me to break an honest truth here? There's no such thing as halftime adjustments. Mm, that is not true. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, not, really, that's not true. That's not true. It, 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 there's no such thing as halftime adjustments. So, they, the, they so, the S, and, so the SEC championships where, you know, Georgia was down to Alabama, they come back... Or, sorry, Alabama was down to Georgia. Tua comes, or, you know, Tua comes in, they win. And then, you know, a year after, Jalen comes in, they win. That was halftime adjustments. That was winning with the right quarterback. Yeah. That's a halftime adjustment. That's a new scheme. Halftime adjustments scheme. don't exist. But yes. we'll okay. talk about, we'll talk what, about that. We'll talk about that off the podcast. You know what's a secret? What? It's because we were 10 to 10 last week, 10 10. Should have been 14 you, to 10. You, you see that yeah. call with Indy. In the they, literally, they literally threw a flag like right before they were about to kick the extra point for I Indiana. Know. Like, oh, nope. Doesn't count. You Sorry. were practically 10 10. 
almost in the fourth quarter. He was 17 10 in the fourth quarter. And then Jim so, Harbaugh went into halftime and threw a chair at our quarterback. Like you cannot, because if you, you think you're going to struggle, you're telling me. You think yeah, you're going to struggle. That's the halftime adjustment. You think you're the halftime adjustment. It's nothing else. You th- you, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. You think you're going to struggle in Bloomington? Just wait till you go to Columbus. Oh, God, no, we man. can't. We but cannot hey, play like that. Go, let me go back on a pick. Because okay, okay. Let me, let me wait, 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 wait. Really quickly, okay. if we play like that in Columbus, it's going to be twenty-zero halftime. Good. It'll make it good. It'll make, make Ohio State number one in the country. You mean twenty-eight-zero in the first quarter? Yeah. <laughs> Stroud two hundred yards, four TDs. It's all Marvin Harrison Jr. All to Marvin Harrison. But uh, anyways. Penn State-Michigan game, I think it'll be close, unlike what you guys said. I do think Penn State will be leading this game at halftime. I think it'll be a surprise, but I think Michigan, all you got to do is figure out, oh, Blake Corm exists. Yeah. Give him the ball. I think Michigan wins this game. I think they won by a touchdown. I do, I think, like I said, whoever wins this game, I personally believe will be second fiddle in the Big Ten East. Uh, it's always the same three teams usually, Michigan State every now and then, but these are Like the a 31-24 to 24 type of final? Yeah, yeah okay. for sure. Mm. Oklahoma State at TCU. Uh, the Horn Frogs coming off a big win. An underrated Oklahoma State against Kansas. Team. You know, yeah, that's right. Horn Frogs. Horn baby. Frogs, baby. That's why I chose them to beat Kansas. Me Kansas too. is overrated. No, they're not. Yes, they they're are. They're quarterback they out for the year now. Jalen yeah, Daniels but, is out for the year. But or be- that's beans, what, apparently beans he's though. not. Apparently he's not. Who knows? Jalen Daniels says he's not. I don't um, know. He says that's news but to him. Oka- uh, this this is. This is a game that not a lot of people are talking about in the in the Big 12 and the fact that these two teams are undefeated and technically still can make the playoff. If you think about it, whoever wins this game is going to get a big jump in the rankings. Yes. And the, is, if you want me to be honest with you, the Big 12 has looked like the most exciting conference yeah. from top yeah. to bottom. Oklahoma State's defensive line is a is full of six-year seniors and just beasts. And this team with Spencer Sanders has been fun to watch. Um, TCU coming off a big win again with um, Duggan. Duggan's looked great. Um, this offense has looked great. Um, but because I chose them in the preseason to make the Big 12 title game, I thought it was going to be against Baylor. I do think this is going to be the Big 12 title game as it is. Um, I'm going to pick Okie State. I'm going to pick the Pokes. Um, I think that this Oklahoma State team is for real. Um, I do think that this is one of their best teams in a long time. Um, they went on the road. They beat Baylor a few weeks ago. Um, and I do think that they will go on the road, and I think they'll beat TCU. Um, TCU coming off an emotional win. You know, this was, there was a big win for them. You know, all the pressure in the world was lifted after they went to Kansas because Kansas was just, you know, world beaters and whatnot. Um, they exposed Kansas' defense. They exposed the Jayhawks. And I think that going back home against a good team, I think that Oklahoma State will be ready, and I think that the Pokes will win it. I think the Pokes take it. I think it's a close game. I think this is either a touchdown or a field goal. Whoever gets the last stop wins. Yeah, and I this think is gonna be a sh- this is going to probably be a shoot. And I think if Oklahoma State is the team to get that one key defensive stop, they win it. Well, congratulations to the TCU Horned Frogs for getting a guaranteed <laughs> win this weekend. Uh, I'm picking Oklahoma State as well. Uh, I like uh, Spencer S- Sanders. I really like this Oklahoma State offense. TCU, Max, Max Dugan, yes. underrated quarterback yeah, as well. He is. I mean, he, he's been solid all year. This is, honestly, besides the one matchup we'll talk about here soon, this is probably the game of the week. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one is very, it, it's it's tough. But uh, to me, Oklahoma State is just slightly better than TCU. All so. right. Next game, which is a su- surprise that it's between two ranked teams, uh, NC State at Syracuse. Uh, the Orange have 
come out like they're ranked. I'm sorry, 18th. but that man, that orange mascot is a little creepy. Not gonna lie. Head coach Dino Babers, former BGSU. Yes, it seems like Syracuse is good. Like every, they're like Northwestern. They're good every like four years. And other than that, they're like five and seven. It's weird because yeah. North, it's eight. weird because Northwestern is almost like every other year. Some, yeah. like they could go one and eleven to go eleven and one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's year. what they did. And you know, they got to Indy in eight twenty eighteen twenty twenty. I think in twenty nineteen they were like three and nine or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I'm gonna pick NC State in this game. Um, I do think that with more experience, Syracuse hasn't like. They haven't impressed me a whole lot, but I think that because NC State is on that track to try to maybe see if Clemson screws up after that loss to Clemson, it does hurt their chances of making the ACC title game. Um, I'm just going to pick the Wolfpack just because they have the experience, just because they've been in these situations. They played good at Clemson. Um, I do think that they'll play good at Syracuse, and you know, I like this NC State team, especially because they gave yeah. they did give Clemson a run for their money. They did. Clemson did win, unfortunately. I'm sorry, yes. but this is not the same Clemson. That game was at NC this State. Is not, NC State would have won. Yes. Yeah. This is a Clemson, a little off topic. Clemson is not the same team that they were. They shouldn't even be no. in the top five. No. Top 10. Someone's top, mad Michigan moved down to five. <laughs> top top it's 10 still, after it's, a it's, tough road it, win it, against Indiana. It's not Indiana. Trevor Lawrence Clemson team. Yeah. Oh, no. Means, but. It's, it's, they're looking at the pass. Because the, the last two weeks, they have looked pretty good, though. Yes. Louis I, I will has give actually them, played pretty good. I will good. give them mm-hmm. that one. I will. Looked good against Wake. But Looked good it's kind of like what me, and you, it's what me and you Boston talked about College. earlier. They're kind of looking in the past instead of the future. Boston College always plays good in that red bandana game, though. Yes, they do. They do, always. I love that game. I was watching it on TV. Yeah. Anyways, I'm picking NC State. You know, I ain't really been all that impressed with NC State. They were ranked preseason AP poll like seventh or sixth, somewhere around that range. Uh, I'm, I haven't been that impressed with NC State. They should have lost to Eastern Carolina week one. They've had a few games where they just, for their ranking, have not looked the part. Uh, Syracuse has had to work their way up. Sean Tucker is an absolute animal from Syracuse, that running back. You know, his his weekly his weekly updates on his games all the time on Twitter. Uh, give me the orange. Give me the orange at home playing in the Kibby Dome. Not Kibby Dome. Why did I say Kibby Dome? Isn't Kibby Dome Idaho? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, I have no idea what it's the Orange Dome. Yeah, <laughs> let's go with that. I, I, right. just, I, I said the wrong dome, but they play in their basketball arena. I know that their football games aren't yeah, in their basketball. Yeah, arena. and uh, now the game that is going the to be dome. <laughs> the Kibby Dome. <laughs> that's di- that is disrespectful. <laughs> the Kibby Dome probably holds like five people. <laughs> hey, but that's the goaded. If you play NCAA football 14 or 13 or any of them games, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have 13. I yeah, had to play. You're right. You got to play them and win championships with Idaho. I was, I was at Alabama. Or I was, They're <laughs> FCS school now. I was Alabama. played at Idaho. <laughs> 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 lost by 50. You got it. No, this is not. I'm playing. But um, speaking of Alabama. Um, the game of the week. The game of the week. And it's Arguably not, it's not, a, it's not close. It really isn't close. This is Alabama's true test. Alabama at Tennessee. This game has been... Just a cakewalk for Alabama for 15 years. Uh, Alabama really hasn't, you know. Yeah, I know. You're ex- you're happy with yourself over Tennessee. I've been calling it. Yeah. How, how, how about, what about Oregon? 
Wait, I, I didn't, <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, Oregon's going to go out and beat Georgia. It loses by 45 points. 46? 46, actually, no. my bad. Um, you missed the point. Listen. I didn't say Oregon was going to be good after that, though. This 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 game is Tennessee going to be the ga- Game day is going to be there. Everybody's going to tune in this game. We're going to be giving you updates from the radio booth during the Toledo-Kent State game of this game. Um, Tennessee and Hendon Hooker. Josh Heupel has turned this program around and Tennessee has been just nothing for years. And, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate because Tennessee, when they're good is so fun to watch. And now they're finally good. It took them, it took them Manning years. To yeah. It took them a long time. Um, all but the, now they're here and now, and this is the year because Alabama doesn't look like truly Alabama. Almost lost to AM. They almost lost to AM. They should have lost to AM. Should have lost to Texas. They would have lost Texas if Quinn Ewers was playing. Yes. This Alabama team is not as. See, the thing about and it Al- hurts. It hurts me. The thing about Alabama, I I don't get excited when they play. They're not it, really an exciting team to watch. It's just, it, it hurts. And I, and I think that's because we're all tired of seeing them. Number one, every single year. It, hurt, it hurts me to say this because I'm going to pick Alabama. I really – listen, I want to pick Tennessee. I really do. But I just can't pick against Alabama. They always find a way. They always, always find a way to win. I don't care who's at quarterback, who's at running back. They still got Will Anderson on defense who hopefully will be a lion. Um, <laughs> Lord knows, you know, need him on defense. Need a whole lot on defense. Honestly, I'm not going to talk a whole lot about the NFL. Why do we need to? Both of our teams lost. Exactly. Um, NFL put, is a waste of time, right? Exactly. Put me out there, honestly. Um, I'm going to pick the Crimson Tide. And I honestly, do the fact that I, I chose Arkansas to beat Alabama, and I got obliterated. And Milrow was playing in that game in the second half, and Milrow played really well. I don't know the status of Bryce Young. Um, but if Milrow or Young's playing, I, I just think that with Gibbs, with Milrow, Will Anderson, Jordan Battle, just playmakers, I, I think that it will be enough to stop Hendon Hooker in Tennessee. I think this is going to be – I think there's too much pressure on Tennessee right now, and I think that's going to get to them, and I think that's going to get to Hypo. I hate to say it, but I unfortunately am also – Picking Alabama because Nick, Nick dollar. Oh, because Nick Saban will find a way to win a game. Maybe he'll pay off the refs again. Who knows? Maybe he'll invite them to his lake house. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe they'll be like Harbaugh and sleep over. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I am picking the Crimson Tide as much as it pains me because I want Tennessee to win. But I am picking Alabama. I'd like to take the chance to apologize. To absolutely nobody. <laughs> Neyland Stadium is going to be rocking. They're going to be throwing mustard bottles and <laughs> golf balls at Nick Saban. <laughs> nah, but um, I've been saying since the beginning of the season, before the beginning of the season, I said my sleeper team in the SEC was Tennessee Volunteers. Hendon Hooker, Josh Heupel, the direction of this program. It's on, it's on the it's upward on, trajectory. Yeah, upward it's, trajectory. it's looking good. It's looking good for the future. And it's they good. have one of the – Arguably the best quarterback in the nation in 2023 committed to go there right now. Uh, they have just everything about that program is just going on the up and up. And what makes it even better to go on the up and up than beat the Crimson Tide at home? Well, my friends, I've stuck with Tennessee all year, and I cannot waver. 
I'm picking the Vols to upset whoever plays for Alabama <laughs> this weekend, regardless if it's Bryce Young, regardless if it's Milrow, regardless if Nick Saban goes out there and plays a quarterback. Hey. The Tennessee Volunteers, Hendon Hooker, Brew McCoy, all them studs at Tennessee, they going to do it. Hey, if Nick Saban goes out there, there won't be any roughing the passer calls. I don't care what anyone says. Alabama just almost lost to Haynes King. That's true. <laughs> I don't care yeah. if it was Milrow. That I, Alabama, was rooting, I was rooting for Jim Alabama Fisher, has and I not, don't do that. Alabama has not looked all that impressive in the games that you would say are quote-unquote tough ones. They have not looked that impressive. You know, they, sh- they could have lost Texas, should have lost Texas. They Quinn Ewers is playing, they would have lost. If AM had a smarter play call on if Jimbo yeah, with one was second on left, yeah. you, would, you could say, you know, AM had one play to win. And they could have done did. it. They did. That's a two yard line. At the two, yeah. They had one play to win. They didn't do it. Could have just ran it in, Jimbo. I th- but I you think, chose to throw it. I think Tennessee is too good to not make that mistake. I will say this the way they went out to LSU and just obliterated the Tigers. I thought that game was going to be close. I did too. And it wasn't. Not even close. Tennessee went out and took care of business. Yeah. Uh, volunteers, baby. Give me, give me, right. give me Smokey. Give me, give me Smokey the dog's face right now. Yeah, it'd be Lee Corsair. I, I need Smokey sitting up here. All right. Now let's go to these NFL games. Oh, boy. I don't Thursday. Talk we don't even need to talk NFL. We don't need to talk NFL We can all. go through really quick. Well, no. We can talk games. We don't need to talk about the NFL. Screw this league. Cleveland yes. Browns suck. Detroit Lions suck. The refs We're suck. We're all just in a... Bit of misery right now. Kate York really doesn't have that dog in him. I just like to say the um, number one offense in the league scored zero points against the against, Patriots. Against Bailey Zappi. <laughs> I thank just God, like thank to, God it's the bye week. I don't have to watch this team anymore. Oh, it is the bye week? Yes. yes. Oh, so you guys have a guaranteed dub. That's yes. why the Lions aren't on here. <laughs> oh, makes sense. I was uh, wondering why they were missing. Yeah. It's um, okay. I can just I'll just watch Michigan. <laughs> Bailey, you get to now. You get to play Bailey's. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Lamondre Stevenson. <laughs> but anyway, oh, you, you didn't even put our game on here. I'm cool with that. Quickly. Also, also shout out to the NFL refs. They need a pay cut. Oh, that's okay. We do have talk NFL. Then we have to talk this about these roughing the passers. passers. Those yeah, are the how about uh, Tom Brady? How about Brady getting a normal hit? Just a normal <laughs> rollover hit. <laughs> Ref, where's the flag? Oh, here you go. There you go. <laughs> nah, that, that was genuinely. That was awful. Just when you thought it couldn't get worse, it did. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the, those are the two worst roughing the passer calls. Oh, I yeah, a strip sack. A, a strip sack. They called roughing the passer at the moment that Chris Jones had the ball in his hand. Yes. Like, that. that's not, that's not roughing the passer. That's a strip sack. <laughs> it was sack. terrible. <laughs> that was like, absolutely how do you outrageous. make that call? The ref was like crying when he said it too. The crowd booed that, booed them refs the yeah. rest of the Brady's game. Like he, Brady's like, you want an autograph here? Throw the flag real quick. Did you, did, did you hear the ref at one point in the game, in the Kansas City game though? He was almost crying. He was almost crying the way he was talking. He was like, <laughs> Bro is flabbergasted. Like his voice sounded completely different. Okay, now I have to ask was it a catch by Devontae Adams? It, it was, but they said no because they didn't want to get th- th- stuff thrown at him. Out it of the was game. a catch. Simple as that. I thought it was a catch. I thought, Devon, I, I thought it was Too bad he caught a case instead. Yeah. yeah. I saw another angle. Yeah. The reporter literally walked right in front Direct, of him. Directly was, in front of him. Like, but he wasn't really? Tra- no, and he now Devontae tra- Adams' address is on the report, and now he has, he's going to have to move now. He doesn't, you know, he can't have his Taco Bell in his room anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, right. Right. 
the the cameraman wasn't even trying to get to like in his face. That was a well. The thing is, the camera, he was heated too, and he had every right to be. And once was, you're heated, to you, me, it was just a innocent. I mean, it wasn't innocent because he did shove him. He deserved a fine. He should not be charged. If we, well, if you he, want me to go there, he Miles put Garrett the per- should have been charged for aggravated yes. assault. Yes, on Mason Rudolph. <laughs> if we're gonna go there, no, Devontae Adams does not deserve the heat that he's getting. He does not. I, well, he put sh- the person in the hospital. That's why he got charged. That, did well, he really, though? Yeah, he did. That's his own fault for walking right in front of him. Yeah, but he wasn't expecting to get pushed. Well, maybe don't run in front of the players and coaches as they're walking out of the field. He was going to the field. Where else? He, what do you he, mean was he was going, walking, he was going to the locker room. He was literally walking right in Into front the of the tunnel. Him. That's he, his he, own he, fault. He did walk directly in front of him. I wouldn't say it's his own fault. Devontae shouldn't have re- I mean, Devontae shouldn't have pushed him, but he no. also shouldn't have, like... He should have gotten charged. What he should have done was try, fine. try and find his angle before. You know what you do? You he s- was getting you, a- si- you know what you do? You sign a $10,000 check, say, hey, man, sorry about that. Here you go. Yeah, take, but take now, the family, he, take the but now he's, he's going to get suspended take, take now. Take the family to Disney on me. That sounds like what somebody else did, but we're not going to talk on that. Okay. So, hey, but anyways, he, he's also been, he is going to be facing a suspension now that he's been charged with a the misdemeanor. No okay. I heard it wasn't even, I heard it went down from a misdemeanor miss, to I, a smaller charge even. I still think that the NFL is going to suspend I miss him. week two. I miss week two. <laughs> miss week yeah, two? Same. Hey, I missed that Thursday night game against Pittsburgh, man. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Um, let's, let's start with Thursday the game, night. The game, the game. The game that no one cares about. The game of the week. <laughs> Commanders okay. at Bears. Now, can we, can with we those say, orange uniforms. Can we say, please, for the love of God, Amazon, can we all get a free year of Amazon Prime for having to watch, watch these, these Thursday games? night games? I mean, the Broncos and the Colts game, it was like, what, it was, I would rather watch paint dry. I'd rather watch <laughs> grass, <golf>. grow. <laughs> grass grow. Grass <laughs> grow. I, I would thoroughly just, you know, just rather sit and watch a blank white space. Just, I'd, I'd, watch, I'd rather watch tumbleweeds. <laughs> like it's, it's that bad. The the last few Thursday night games has have been absolutely awful. Thank Cle- goodness. At least Cleveland Pittsburgh was somewhat fun. Yes. <laughs> at least it had somewhat yeah. fun to it. I mean, oh my gosh! But anyway, at least Marshawn Lynch will be on pregame, eating Skittles and, and drinking Hennessy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, baby. He's Most gonna have the bottle right on the table. He sure will. But uh, all right, Commanders Bears. Uh. Yikes! <laughs> Carson Wentz in. Justin. Justin because Fields. it helps our draft position, I'm gonna go with the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> it genuinely because we're uh, in we're in week six and we already have to talk about the draft already. Yes, that's tough. Just give me Washington. Team. I don't know. Man. I don't. I don't know who's winning this. Give me the Bears. Justin no. Fields has been better than Carson Wentz. Give me the Bears. I like the play. Yeah, Washington's more playmakers. They have Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, Montez Sweat. I will say I do like the Bears uniforms for tonight. Give me the Bears for that. No, yeah. no I'm, I'm picking Chicago. Justin Fields has looked like the better quarterback than Carson Wentz has. He really has. Justin Fields, they should have won last weekend. Yeah. They, they really should have. They, they could have won last weekend. Uh, Chicago, I mean, people talk on how bad their roster is overall, but they've been in games. They, they've been in some games that they could easily have won. Yes. You know? Just like this team called the Cleveland Browns. They've been in every game that they should have won. You know, but, <laughs> yeah, no. This is depressing, it, man. It, it really is sad. Thank God it's the bye week. I hate the Yeah, Lions. but then we have to face Dallas. Too bad I have Bailey Zappi and we're not even going to pick that game. <laughs> we are picking the game. I just changed it. Not, oh, why'd you change it? We're not doing Broncos at Chargers because the Broncos are boring. And the Chargers are going to. The Chargers are going to. Uh, Ravens at Giants. Uh, a game that I didn't think I'd have on here a few weeks ago. Uh, the Giants went on the went to London. They beat the Packers. Uh, I this, said it. 
I this, said this that Giants they team with Saquon, and I know Daniel Jones is still Daniel Jones. He's uh, getting slightly better. Andrew, I mean, slightly Andrew Thomas better. has probably been the best tackle in the league through Thibodeau five is weeks. non-existent, though. That's the problem. T- Thibodeau, yeah, Thibodeau's been uh, doing, done a whole lot more than Hutchinson, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's for yeah, sure. I mean, you're, you're, He's actually making QB pressures, not bull rushing the offensive <laughs> line and then falling on his face. Um, anyway, you're right. Um, but this is a... This might be an ex- underrated I'm, game of uh, Yeah, but I'm picking Baltimore. They just came off a win against Cincinnati. The Giants' run can only last so long. I don't think this team's very, very good. I don't Not think I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think they're a wild card team. Uh, I'm picking Baltimore. I'm picking Lamar Jackson, so I'm picking Baltimore. And then Logan's picking the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> I picked them once. It worked. Now I'm gonna pick them again. <laughs> We're going with the Giants. Uh, I say what you want. They've looked really good start the year. I mean, I, Saquon's looked great. Saquon's going to win comeback player of the year if he keeps he, it up. He should win comeback player of the year if he keeps it up. Yeah, Saquon's uh, playing like how we thought he would. He when was he first he's got. playing as Penn State Saquon. To me, yes. to me, Saquon was better than Ezekiel Elliott coming out of college. Personally, yes. I but thought the, so. In, but the injuries, the in, the injuries and. Really, the Giants not being His rookie held. year was fantastic, and now he's rever- reverting back to that. Yeah. Usually, when a running back comes in the league, if they if they don't start off good, they usually don't ever really kind of, you know, find their way. But he's he's finally come back, and he's looked like, like you said, that guy at Penn State that we all were excited to see. Um, you have, I mean, it's Baltimore as well, you know. You got Lamar Jackson. To me, they're still, I think, personally, the best team in the AFC North. Uh but this is just – I think it's going to be a fun game, and I, I, I like the Giants at home. Uh, it, it could easily it, – it's a, it's a toss-up, but yeah. I, I like the Giants. All right, next game. Uh, the loser of Sunday Night Football in Baltimore last week, uh, Bengals at New Orleans. Um, New Orleans, I think, is getting Jameson Winston back this week, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, Jameis Winston, not Jameson Winston. Jameson. Sorry, my bad. Um, Still thinking about the lines over here. You know, I know. Jim, I don't <laughs> want to. Hey, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be back against Dallas. He'll be back against Dallas. It's can, a little swift. Thank God. Um, you better hope Dak Prescott's back. Joe Burrow got scared by a cough the other day, so give me New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, really, a, a reporter really went, and he went, he like just, he oh, just got Burrow? up in arms. Did you say Jericho? Off for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I'm not gonna lie. I thought you said Jared Goff. Uh, I like the Bengals simply for the fact that uh, Chris Olave will probably not be playing this weekend. They're who has been their best receiver this year. You, who we all picked to be offensive rookie of the year. Uh, Olave had a Tua situation happen to him. I don't know if you saw, but uh, I did. He, yeah, yeah. I, I like the Bengals. I don't think the Saints are really that good. I think the Bengals are slightly better than them. I don't think the Bengals are what they were last year. No. Everyone thought this offensive line was supposed to, like, fix all their issues. It's done absolutely nothing. If not the same as last year. Yeah. Lyle Collins has really done nothing. No. He, he's not what he was. No. Uh, you got a bunch of other guys that I'd never heard of before that you signed in the offseason for a lot of money. Yeah. Uh Bengals are still going to win this game. I think, like I said. think South, though. I think he's still out. He probably is, yeah. Uh, but, this, yeah, Saints are just not that good. And Bengals are just it's slightly weird, better. I picked the Bengals to win the AFC North, and I'm picking against them now. Um, oh, I, just, I just think because this is at home, and I've only 
picked a road team so far. Just give me New Orleans. I'd say Joe Burrow has that dog in him. He doesn't, but I'm just, just going to go with the Bengals. I mean, the team's not exciting, not like last year. but The Saints aren't that exciting either. Neither team's exciting. Yeah. It's now let's go to an actual really, good really game. exciting game. The Lions versus the bye week. You got it. Bye week by a billion. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is a game that we've been waiting for ever since the divisional round last year. Oh, a, a, re, a, re, oh. a rematch. Oh, I had a, a coin toss away. A coin toss away. I had a discussion with a Bills, friend about this yesterday about these two quarterbacks. Bills and Chiefs. This is the game of the year in the regular season. Tied at 42 at the end of the first quarter. <laughs> you got it. So, yeah, you don't want to be a defensive player in this game. I'll tell you that. No. Uh, this is such a... You're going to look like a high school player. I'm telling you what. I think, I think the Bills are mad, and I think the Bills want revenge. This offense is unstoppable. The Chiefs really didn't look good against Vegas, and they should have lost, in my opinion. Uh, thanks, referees, for not giving Adams that catch. Um, but I really do think that this this Bills team is out for revenge, and I really do think that this Bills team is ready to take that step and really become the contenders that they actually are. I think that the Bills win. I think that it's so close, but I think that the Bills win. You're right. We have a shootout. And I was actually talking to my friend because he thinks he thinks that Patrick Mahomes has reached his peak. And I don't think Patrick Mahomes is not at his peak yet. Not yet. And I I do believe that this is game of the week even not Sunday, but not Sunday. Sunday night's gonna be a good game, but this game is the game of the week. And I think the Chiefs take it. It's gonna be a close one. It's gonna be a shootout. And trust me, I love Josh Allen. Probably gonna win MVP of the year. Great quarterback. Stephon Diggs, great wide receiver. I just think the Chiefs have a more complete offense. They don't use Singletary enough on the Bills. They should, but they're a pass first offense. The Chiefs still have options on offense. And Patrick Mahomes, they almost lost, but Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. He's he does magic. He he's working magic, and I don't know how he does it. I will say I don't know if you've seen this, but Mahomes. It's the first home game for Mahomes as a starter that he is the underdog. Yes, ever. That's that's that's, that's a surprise. Forty-one games straight that's at crazy home to think about. without being. The what are the Bills favored by? Uh, probably it ain't a lot. If it's it not is. a lot. It can't be a lot. Um, I don't believe it's a lot. But man, it, it's so tough to go against Kansas this City is, at Arrowhead. Like a, it is so tough to go against Kansas City at Arrowhead. But I'm doing it. I like Buffalo to win this game. I. Yep. Am I alone? Am I the only one picking the Chiefs? Yep, yep. you are. Right. I just think that this Bills team's different. This and they, Kansas City hasn't looked on par with the, what Buffalo I, has. I will say though. The one thing about Buffalo that I have noticed is that. Close games, they don't like to win them. Yeah, they have to win by blowouts, a lot. That's that's the one issue I've seen with Buffalo the last two years. It's that okay. Baltimore game, I hey. think, was a difference maker though, because they did come back and they did win that game. They did come back and they did win that game. That is true. They did. But they, if they're down by not a, not that this will happen, but yeah. if they're down by double digits, they're not coming back. Yeah, they were just down by seventeen and came back though. This, I'm this, talking about the this, Bills. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Bills, not the Chiefs. Uh, that's the, what they. That's what what I'm saying is they just did that. Yeah, but Baltimore. if they're but that is Kansas City. Yeah. It is different. And if Kansas City gets going, they're not laying up off the gas, and neither is the Bills. This is a shootout. It, it will be like 
the over underscore should be like 125 in this game. Take hammer the over. Each team hammer score- done. Yeah, Shout each, out Pat each, McAfee. Each team is scoring at least 40 points. It, yeah, <laughs> n- really. Um, so me and Logan got the Bills. Yep. Allen's got the Chiefs. Yep. Um, the NFC matchup of the week. Of the week. Cowboys at Eagles. If Dak Prescott starts, the Cowboys are losing. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, I don't I don't think Philly loses a game either with whoever starts for Dallas. See, Dallas Dallas did just have a great game against the Rams, but the Rams are not the same as they were last the year. About Their offensive line's not good. Um and Philly has just looked that that good. See um, I'm gonna thing, pick I'm gonna pick the Eagles. The th- I'm gonna pick the Eagles, but the thing about the Cowboys. This is this team is showing that they are a run heavy team. When Dak is out there, they look towards passing. And yeah. And trust me, don't get me wrong, I love CD Lamb. But he he's needs on to my fantasy team. He's on my fantasy team too. But he needs to be on a team that's a pass first team. This team with Dak is a pass first team, but they're not good at it. They don't have good enough plays to be a pass first team. With Cooper Rush out there, they rely more on that run game. Tony Which is Pollard what the, who, is under. Rated. Who is on also on my fantasy team? On my fantasy <laughs> team also, and because Dak's not playing, they've been focusing on the run. They have two great running backs. As much as I talk about how Ezekiel should be second string, Ezekiel's still great. He's actually played pretty. He's been he's played, he's good. played, he's played good. a lot better this season. And if, Tony Pollard if you, if you is take stepped away, up. If you take away Chubb and Hunt for the duo running back, you can argue this Dallas duo was yes. the second best. Yeah. And then this Dallas defense. Tell me Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift doesn't do it for Diggs, you. Diggs, Diggs, is <laughs> Diggs finally, is getting better. Diggs is finally getting better in coverage. And yes. Parsons, Micah, Parsons is Parsons. doing what he's doing. My gosh. He's still a beast and he's only, what, 23? Yes. Yeah. I wish he was on Lions. I wanted them to draft him. Yeah. That's okay. But they drafted the so, tackle, who's still been good. You, yes. pick, you pick Philly. Yep. I'm picking Philly. Congrats on the Cowboys winning the game. <laughs> Uh, I'm going Philly as well. If this was at Dallas, it would be different to me. I, I think Dallas still has a chance in this game, though. It just I do. They have a Dallas chance. Dallas definitely has a chance. Because the thing I, is, here's the thing about teams who always start out undefeated and they like they last the longest undefeated. They tend to fall off at some point. And I feel like this could be like the first week. This is a trap game. This could be a, the trap, either the trap game. Like they could even win this game, but still look kind of bad. Remember yeah. the 11-0 start the Steelers had? Yes. Back in 2020 and. But for like five weeks, everyone knew that they were like falling off. And then they finished 12 and four and, and lost to. Hold on, can I just say the last home game for Big Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> and for the playoffs was a loss to the Cleveland Browns. But anyway, we'll move off because we're not talking about that. His last game at home was a win against the Cleveland Browns. But his last playoff game at home, that's what matters most. Yeah, against Baker Mayfield. <laughs> he really <laughs> lost to Baker Mayfield. Big Ben sucks. But anyway. Back to the Philly Eagles. Uh, Philly Eagles. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Philly, Philly. <laughs> Philly, Philly. Uh, Dal- that's that's going to be a game. That's going to be a really, really good one. It's Dal- Dallas is with Cooper Rush. They're pretty. They, they, they all right. Yeah. It, like I said, they run two different offenses with different quarterbacks. Dallas' defense is so good. It really is. I, I think if Dallas can do anything this year, it's because of that defense. Yeah. But Stephen A is usually right. They reach a point where they start to fall off a little bit. But the thing is, I feel like the Eagles could do the same thing. That's that's the thing, because yeah. I, I will pick Philly, and I think it'll be more like a – they'll win by like a field goal. But I don't – it's it's just tough. All right, and let's – with our last game, let's go to the actual game of the year. <sighs> Bailey Zappi. 
heads to Cleveland, Ohio to take on the Cleveland Clown or Browns. Um, the Browns coming off a tough loss to the Los Angeles Chargers at home, even though they why, had their ball and no. their <laughs> opponent's field. Can we just talk real quick? Our three games we've lost that that we have lost this season, we've lost by a combined six points. I thought Kate York that's had tough. that dog in him. Yeah, that's what I told. That's what I told him <laughs> on Monday. We can just never, never like win a game convincingly, or just we can't. You can't lose convincingly. He doesn't know what it's like to be a Lions fan either. We don't win games convincingly. I I think it degrades our health being fans of Lions Browns. No kidding. It it, it, It it hurts. It hurts. It's shaving a few years off my life. Both our teams are what a combined three and seven. And we have three. I was about to say we have three of the wins. We have two of the wins. My bad. Uh, We should have like five of the wins. But we should both be four and one. Let's be honest. Okay. Oh, no, no, we no. were we were not 29 being the Patriots. Twenty nine to nothing, and you're saying you should be All undefeated. Right. We're not talking about that game because <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need okay. to talk much about it. Uh, hey, we're still third in most pa- points scored. Patriots at Browns. Patriots at Browns. <sighs> I'll let I'll let Allen go first. I'll, yeah, I'll, y'all I'll, can both go. first. I'll do my. I want to do my pick last. No, no, just no. You can go before me. Go, Allen. <laughs> I'm picking the Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> And say Browns. Hey, congrats. You're picking the Cleveland Browns. All right, cool. Go. (laughs) We suck. (laughs) We're losing control here because my team is just absolute trash. Uh, Yeah, but we laugh because both of our teams are awful. Um, I'm also going to pick the Clowns. (laughs) I think because this game's at (laughs) home. We can't even do this with a straight face. (laughs) I said this last week with the Chargers. Um, I'm going to pick the Browns just because I don't think the Patriots are that good, but I think the Lions are just that bad. <laughs> okay. So give me the cl- Browns. I don't know if this actually can count as a pick, but I'm picking it regardless. I don't think either team wins. I think this is a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely you cannot do I, that. I, I genuinely don't think either team wins this game. What, 0-0? Zero, zero. <laughs> I really think no. It's gonna be like five, thirty-five, five, thirty-five to five. <laughs> no, we both are that bad. There's no reason because we always play teams good for no. We we play teams good all the time, no matter who they are. Okay, just no. We're not doing tie. Oh, no pick, tie. Pick, 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 I, pick a team. I, I thoroughly don't think either team are good enough to win the game. Okay, <laughs> pick one. Pick one. We're going with New England Patriots. Okay. <laughs> Bailey's. We're happy. on the New England. <laughs> We're on the New England, baby. All right, so. <laughs> Screw my team. Man. Oh my god! Yeah, I could say that. I don't want to talk. I'm ready about for the basketball Lions. season. If Me we too. Had, yeah. If we had more time, I wanted to. But season doesn't start till Thursday. Tuesday. Tuesday. That's what I meant. I forgot. And the hockey hockey season has finally started. But of started. course, the Red Wings don't start till tomorrow. Hey, we can talk about them on Tuesday. That's yeah, we'll talk episode. about them on Tuesday. Hopefully, with a two and zero record. Yes. Yeah. Uh, finally, I believe they can get fi- a two. Finally, start. we'll have more Knock topics to talk about. You know, other than football. Other than football. Although I don't mind talking about football all the time, but you know, sometimes it, it's a it's good to change it up. Yeah, you know, obviously. And uh, I, I really am looking forward to basketball this season. Me though. too. I, Me too. It's, it's gonna, gonna be fun. Good. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a fun. Good one. Uh, that is it. We're gonna call that a wrap on this episode of the Ball and Beats podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see y'all next time. See you guys. See ya. Peace. Thanks for listening.